Hello, this is George Carr from the Felty Box. You're now listening to A View from Section C. Hello and welcome along to episode 25 of A View from Section C. Senior, how are you feeling after COVID last week? I'm getting there, Junior. I'm getting there. I hear the voice is back a bit. It's back a bit, yeah. A bit nasally, (laughs) as they say. Um, But yeah, absolutely good. Uh, I get through the pandemic and then catch COVID the night before we might be going to the Open. So absolutely devastated. Two whole Absolutely. years, never caught it, and then no. bang, you're in your floored. I know, followed the guidelines all the way through. Never, never sort of went away from the guidelines, stuck with it the whole way through. And I still didn't even know where to caught it. I think it might have yeah. been the work. Um, it's seemingly yeah. it's going through like I've been wanting for him now. So uh, I'm yeah, back on set on Monday, but I believe it, it's going right through the work again. So it 100% is going right through your work. Yeah. <laughs> chances are that's what I've probably caught it. So yeah, yeah, but feel, feeling better, certainly feeling Good. better today than what it was seven days ago. Put it that way. Good, because I was worried when when I dropped stuff off at the house the other day. I was worried that you weren't going to be able to speak on this podcast episode, and uh, okay, it's one really... that it's one that we've both been really looking forward to to doing. Yeah. Yeah, because what what number is it? What episode? Well, it's episode twenty five. Um, twenty five. Mm, yeah, ironic. And, and it's very really ironic, ironic that it is episode twenty five, and um, because we do have the sheriff in town, it is Mister Kyle Haas. And hey, again, Kyle, how you boy, doing, buddy? He is eating breakfast. Buddy, so <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing before we start. It's a little bit fitting, you guys. Uh. You guys represent the Dundee Stars fan podcast, and I'm the only one wearing Dundee Stars gitch. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, guys! Yeah, <laughs> we, Kyle, we don't we don't get freebies like that. <laughs> I had to make trades for this shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I should really start wearing some tops on this, shouldn't I? Yeah. You know, I've got. Well, the thing is, I've got. I love this shirt, the cross check clothing one. Yeah, we could have done another deal or something with those guys because I like their stuff that they produce. So yeah, yeah. Well, we've now got the deal with Warrior, so hopefully some yeah, other all, yeah. big things coming out now with that. That's yeah. a, a massive sponsor for us. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, good to have you, Kyle. Um, welcome back to a stars-based thing. Um, yeah. You know how's, how's yeah how's your how's your summer going? Good, good. It's uh. I just moved to Edmonton just over a month ago from the East Coast there. So I'm living here with my uh, my girlfriend, Rena and my dog, Jax. Um, started a job about five or six weeks ago. And it's funny because I've told a couple people this, but Justin Farina actually helped me get the job. And I'm working pretty closely with him now. So um, Sandale is the company I'm working at. And that's actually where he started uh, his post career. Mm-hmm. And now he's working for the manufacturer that supplies us. With a lot of products so it's it's good because i'm learning a lot from um the guys that showed him the ropes and now i'm learning a lot from justin so it's yeah, been no, nice good to hear um mm. 
yeah, Justin, it's one guy we're going to have to get on the podcast as well. Yeah, uh, I think definitely. we're going to get him on in the fall. What what a a stars legend he is. Um, yeah, yeah, he's Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, good to have you. Um, as I said, we'll 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 discuss kind of about your career, um, about the stars and that, and and potentially what what the future holds for yourself. But going right back to the start, um, obviously just before you came to Dundee, you were at the U Sports and you were assistant and then captain. Eventually, yes. before finishing off, um, and going to ECHL with Fort Wayne. Yeah. Um. You know how you know how is that experience? We spoke with Charlie about that kind of stepping up from the college and the ECHL. Yeah. Um. You know what's what's it like stepping up from youth sports and ECHL and then into the league? Yeah. Well, you know when I was uh, when I was in my last year junior, I said to go from Moncton Wildcats to a junior A league, and the junior team was really close to where I was uh, spending my summers and where my parents are now. And uh, the coach there, he spent a lot of time in the American League in the East Coast named Justin Bowers. And he was telling me, like, because I wasn't sure whether I wanted to go jump to pro right away after junior or to go college. And uh, he was telling me, like, from the hockey standpoint, he he said the best stepping stone league from junior to pro is the U Sports League. And I couldn't agree any more than that right but uh obviously the i I didn't do a lot of fighting coming from junior to youth sport but uh, (laughs) it it gave me a chance to work on my game and uh, i was able to improve a lot and i i wasn't playing a lot my first year but uh my coach kevin hanlon gave me a gave me a chance he uh he really uh improved my game or helped me improve my game and uh, my ice time uh significantly increased over my four years and uh i felt like it was the best uh Best choice on my yeah. end to uh, go use sports and then make the jump to the East Coast Hockey League after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and obviously coming from ECHL, you know, you, you'd said when you first signed, you spoke to um, Eric Nielsen. Um, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Eric, Eric is... Eric's a friend of the stars and he doesn't yeah. actually know he's yeah. a friend of the stars because <laughs> he, he did he did punch a Fifer in the face, a Fife fan in the face during a game. So he will really? forever be... A star's yeah. friend. What happened? Um, I didn't. I've never so, heard of that story. <laughs> so you know, you know when you're playing in five Kyle, right? Yeah. You you sit in front of the fans. Yeah. So previously, when when the away team and where, where they sit now, the away fans used to be able to sit right behind the team. So mm-hmm. if you were playing for the stars, it would always be stars fans that were right behind you. Mm-hmm. But Fife decided to change that. And what they done was they put the away fans behind the goal mm. and they allowed their own fans to go there. Mm. So what then happens is you start getting verbals, as you do. One thing leads to another. <laughs> Eric scoots water up, I think it happens. Somebody throws yeah. beer down and Eric just decides, nah, I've had enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him on the bench actually trying to throw punches at the five fans. <laughs> Absolutely legend. Did anything happen? Because I know Nickerson, he did that in Belfast, and he got kicked out of the league, didn't he? Yeah, he Nickerson got. got uh, I think Eric got a ban. I think he got suspended. He got, yeah, he got a big ban um, for it. Um, but Nickerson got massive. I don't think that was the first time Matt's done it. I think Matt done it in it might have been Guilford or Hull. He grabbed yeah. the fan as he was going off the ice as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But I would but love yeah. to do that to a Steeler fan or. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, I think I think we can we can yeah. easily say that Kyle Haas will never sign for Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's um, yeah. one guy in Coventry that oh he really got under my skin, so maybe he'll watch this and he'll be like, ah, I did my job, but man, yeah. he well, the skin off. Yeah. You, you had a you had a, a good friend from Belfast, was that a guy called Colin as well? I oh think. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we kind of, we yeah, that was kind of my first, uh, first experience of going at it with a fan on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> well, he was he was good after that. Like he sent me messages and and stuff after that, saying he he uh, was a fan of of me and stuff. Like he was obviously a fan of Belfast. He wanted Belfast to kick her ass every time. Yeah. But, um, he always showed his respect to me, so uh, I don't mind the guy at all. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Eric Nielsen, um, an indirect stars legend yeah. for for hitting yeah. a Fife fan. We absolutely loved it. But <laughs> you know what? What did what did Eric actually? You know what was the discussions you had with him about? You know the league in Dundee. Because obviously he said he had nothing but good things to say. But you know what was yeah. it that kind of pushed you into the elite league? Yeah, well, it was actually it, it was both Eric and Justin actually because I had a long conversation with Justin right before I came or right before I signed, and. Uh, he was just he was just talking up the the masters program and um, some of the pros that, with Dundee and some of the cons, but the cons that he all mentioned, we I think they've all improved the 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 negative stuff of going to uh, Dundee. I won't mention them, but we've they've done a lot of improvements. And Omar Patra mm-hmm. was uh, I think he was a huge contributing factor to that. But uh, yeah, Eric Nielsen he he was telling me because we do play a similar style, and he told me like. If uh, if he could have came to the UK five years earlier in his career, he said he would have done it. And yeah. Eric's one of those guys. Like I'll, um, he's been kind of mentoring me ever since when I was playing in uh, in the Quebec League uh, back when I was 18, 19 years old. And so I've already I've always listened to him, and uh, always kind of followed in his footsteps. So when he told me that, then I was like, okay, I got to get over there and, and see what it's all. Yeah. About. So it's I definitely didn't uh, regret that decision. So. Yeah, no, he was he was a massive character in the league. Uh, oh yeah, like Wilson. he, yeah, he, like off the ice, like that's where he really, really um, shows his worth. He's, yeah. uh, I think he's won AHL Man of the Year just for his community work, his all his off off ice work with the kids and the fan bases. Like he won Man of the Year in that league, like I think five or six times. Like he's, it just shows you like what kind of what kind of person he is, and he's yeah. he's really an unbelievable guy. So yeah. Kyle, do you not do you not think that tends to happen though? Because obviously you were exactly the same. You know, yeah. when when you're off the ice, you're a totally different guy from what you are on the ice. Yeah. Eric was the same. Justin yeah. was probably the same. Matt Nickerson was the same. We met Matt Nickerson at one of the playoff weekends, mm-hmm. and you couldn't you couldn't speak to a nicer, quieter mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you hit the ice, yeah, totally different. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. Well, it's just I think it has to do with. Those guys are well. I say I can say us as a, yeah. as a group. Um, we're we're putting our faces and our bodies on the line for our teammates, right? It's not like we're mm-hmm. going out there and what we want to. We have this urge to want to kill everyone on the opposing yeah. team. As it, it's not really as it doesn't really have to do yeah. with that. It's just more um, trying to help and do whatever we can do to yeah. to help the guys win. And if we have to put our faces and our bodies on the line to to help win, then that's what we have to do. So um, yeah. we love the guys more than anything. We love the team and we want to win more than anything. So, yeah. And that, and that was, that was one thing that Charlie said when, yeah. when Charlie was on the other week, he said, 
he he would not have got through this season if it wasn't for you. Mm. He said he because of you, he was able to go and play his game and mm-hmm. do what he wanted to do yeah. because yeah. of you. And, yeah, and, he, 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 he and I, you know how much you know how much I love Charlie. So I yeah. <laughs> makes my uh, almost brings a tear to my eye when when I hear guys like Charlie was our best player. Or yeah. Like, yeah, he was one of the best players, if not the best player on our team. And when when I whenever I got into a fight, you can see it on the videos. He's the first guy over there yeah. saying "fucking right, Tazi." Like, <laughs> so that just that keeps me going. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, it almost brings a tear to my eye here. And yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, so how did you? No, how did you settle into Dundee at first? You know, was it was it a difficult transition coming to uh, Europe and and Okay, well, you speak English, but <laughs> it's, it's yeah. over my environment. So no, I I loved it. the The Scots were unbelievable. I remember the first time we were out with uh, Ingi and Morsey. I was I was sitting right beside those guys, and they they got me to try haggis right away, and we got pretty banged <laughs> up at the uh, at Braze. And I was hearing all the Scottish jokes and stuff. I was like, okay, I made the I made the made the right decision here. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's the Scots on our team were great. So yeah, yeah, and it's not just the Scots. Obviously, the Italians as well. Uh, Don Michelle, you were you were in Don oh, Michelle yeah. a lot. Paddy <laughs> 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 uh, looked after you very yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, they treated me very well there. I was, I spent a lot of time there and uh, made pretty good buddies with the bartender Antonio there. He was a pretty good buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously, obviously, uh, Paddy. Um, Paddy, the guy that owns a Don Michelle, he well, he used to play for the Stars. I'm sure you guys, yeah, absolute legend, and he was a legend there on himself. So, um, I spent a lot of time there doing my schoolwork there, and loved the food and and the wine. So it was it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we're actually booked into Don Michelle's next week with the oh, yeah? with, with my in laws. So. Yeah, make sure you, you take a see- picture. Say say hi to Antonio and Patty for me, and get a picture yeah. of them and send it off to me. Yeah, you could see Senior's face was a little bit disappointed there that you never got an invite. Um, oh. you, know, you saw that you saw the face drop of you're going to Paddy's next week. <laughs> yeah, put this stuff on social media for them. You could have dropped in any time. You probably would have ran into me. I ran into a lot of fans there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few a few Dundee fans have have went there over the years now, and yeah. and it's just because it's Paddy. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. I have my own uh, signature drink there. Yes, I'm sure you guys oh, saw we, it at the hospital. Yeah, we've seen so that. Yeah, you guys order one of those or two or three, whatever you guys. Uh, whatever you guys <laughs> yeah, feel, yeah. I'll uh, I'll get Shannon to order a couple on uh, on Thursday. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, but like, as you say, you know, coming to the league, you settled in really quickly. Um, you know, your your style of game is something that, you know, I think every fan loves in their team. Mm-hmm. Dundee, we've never really had that for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And Larzo, you said that uh, to Charlie, you know, it was it was actually the first time a, a Stars fans were able to say we had the toughest guy in the league yeah. in our team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. The physical aspect of it, we're going to have to touch on it. Mm-hmm. The hit, the hit oh. coming out of the penalty box. Yeah. Um, what, what was going through your mind at that time? <laughs> Knock his block off. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> I just saw red. <laughs> as soon as I got off the box, like. Boucher, he put himself in that position coming across the blue line. I'm like, you're coming across the t- railroad tracks. 
He doesn't see me coming out of the box. I'm going to put my shoulder into him. But honestly, looking back at that hit, watching the slow motion, if I would have dropped my shoulder, it could have been a lot worse, I think. Yeah. That's just me. I thought it was clean personally, but. Obviously, so so we've had we've had yeah. numerous arguments. You know, Belfast Belfast have got their own podcast, um, and yeah, I listened I, to I it. Lost it. Yeah, I really so, wanted to call in there. And, yeah, and, so wow. so I sat I sat and made notes. I, I I had a notebook out and I was sitting writing notes because we were recording the next night, um, yeah. and and we had a full on discussion about it, and we had fans kind of tweeting us about it and stuff, and the majority of us and and. A lot of people say it's blinkers because we're Stars fans and, and we're all Kyle Haas fans. But at the time, and even still to now, I still think it was a clean hit. It was yeah. just a hard hit. Yeah. But I don't think the 20-odd strides before it helped your favour. <laughs> I think that's that's what made the call. For for me, that's what made the call. If, yeah. if it had maybe been, say, maybe five, ten steps max, mm. nothing's getting called. Absolutely nothing. I think it was the distance and then the speed <laughs> that you've got there. And I might have not hit. If I didn't take all the strides, I wouldn't have been able to hit them like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it, it was so. it was the whole point of you know he went down and he was pretending he was injured because he did yeah. pretend and he got back up and he's he's pissing himself laughing as he skates to the bench and I think yeah. that's what riles us up more than anything. It was just yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you're totally playing the game here and, yeah. and you've got guys like Pavel Reffin. Um, they yeah. will kind of go to that, yeah. but um, yeah, you didn't have a great relationship with the officials, did you? Well, it, it was weird. Um, you know what? Like during the game, we'd be I'd be screaming at them, they'd be yelling at me, and then before a game or after, they'd act like it was, like I was their best friend, and like yeah. I I didn't mind that they were good guys off the ice, but on the ice, like I don't know what changed. They just they couldn't stand me, so I don't know. I'm playing the game hard. Um, I thought they'd be able to respect that, but obviously sometimes I, I like to cross the line and <laughs> they uh, they penalize me for it. So, but that comes with the territory. I, I told Omar Patch of that when right before I signed, I said, "Patch, like, you know what kind of guy you're signing here." So there might be a couple instances this year where I, I might cross the line, but that comes just, with the just a couple. You're gonna have to let the, let me. Uh, or let me off the reins a bit at the beginning of the year just to gain a reputation or let me gain a reputation for yeah. myself and then mm-hmm. you can rein me back in. So I think after after that game against Belfast, he called me and he's like, Hossie, That's- you motherfucker. I can't let you I can't I can't let you be suspended anymore. Like I'm gonna have to rein you back in and just keep your cool for now. So um, yeah. that was it, yeah, that was the last and it worked. It absolutely yeah. worked because yeah. in the you, at the beginning you you got the reputation and yeah. we've seen the videos we've, we've seen the boxing videos and training and you came in you you've got this reputation coming in anyway yeah but then you actually played the game yeah, yeah. you actually played the game you yeah. were not this goon that everybody thought you were coming in to be you yeah. actually played the game you played it hard. You played it physical, and if you had to do the business, count you done the business. Let's yeah. be honest, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but for me, I was. I love the way you play. I love the way you play. I love the the way uh, Nielsen played. Even Nickerson, the way he played. I love mm. the way Justin played. I like guys who are hard. Mm. If they've got to drop the gloves, they drop the gloves. Mm. But you could also play. 
Yeah. And 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 there's a difference between somebody who just comes in, fights everybody, and does absolutely nothing else. Yeah. Well, that's today's know. game, though. Like we, you have to evolve. Like the, yeah. My type of players, the game's evolving so fast into a, more of a skilled game than it was back in the. 70s 80s 90s where there was those one-dimensional players but now you have to you have to be able to play and um i don't know if i've ever mentioned this before but uh what in my eyes one of the most valuable players in in the nhl in the 80s and 90s was bob prober he was one of those guys that was the toughest guy on the ice and he could score 30 goals yeah and then in today's game tom wilson's another guy he gets a lot of hate but who wouldn't want to have that guy on their team? He can score goals. He can play with the best of the best. Definitely. And he can fight and he can hit. He can do everything. Why wouldn't yeah. a GM want that guy on his team? Right. Yeah. So, um, Definitely. Yeah. So, like, you can't just fight in today's game. You have to be able to provide and do other stuff. So, um, that's I, yeah. I have the U Sports to help help me with uh, that stuff or that, uh, that side of my game, developing my skills and developing the uh, – the non-fighting aspects of the game, so yeah. um, that's something I can. Uh, yeah, but as as you say, you know, you were reined in um, by Omar kind of midway mm-hmm. at the midpoint, um, but league season finished overall with two hundred and eight penalty minutes in forty-eight games. I think it is the highest for a, an elite league season. Yeah, um, but well, I would be interested. Thirty, you can add the thirty penalty minutes. I think I got in the uh, the Challenge Cup there too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be interested to see. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to see how many of them were actual the game misconducts that came with some of the some of the penalties. You know, yeah, some of the. You know, I think I I went bananas in in one of the podcasts mm-hmm. from the game in Guildford early on when you got kicked out. Um, Is that the so, one at the beginning of the year with? Uh, yeah, yeah, with Jamal Watson. Watson. Jamal Watson. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 good friend Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, you guys love to go at him. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? There, though. I grew up I grew up with him. I wasn't uh the closest of friends with him, but um I definitely knew of him. He only lived about ten or fifteen minutes away from me, but um we grew up with the same group of friends and stuff, so he was wondering what the hell I was doing when I did that. <laughs> Hey, it's, hey, it is what it is, man. That's <laughs> Listen, what I, exactly. Dropped. You know, yeah. I'll speak to you off it. I'll speak to you after it. But yeah. puck yeah. dropped now, so you're not you're not my friend. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how many game misconducts went with it, and yeah. your automatic twenty minutes goes on top of those penalty minutes. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As I say, you know, it, there was there was times when there were some bullshit calls, and then obviously the more penalty minutes, but you say. You could play as well, um, and one of the games that kind of stands out for me, where you were the absolute kind of perfect game, was the game where Glasgow had their meltdown. Like oh yeah, the, abs- yeah. the absolute meltdown. Mm. Um, you played that perfect role of antagonising them, and you know the guys were getting penalties called against them, and then obviously you pop up with a goal towards the end of the game, and it just capped off the performance. And it was like, this is what we can do, and I think it was. At that point as well, we thought, yeah, we are making playoffs um, mm. after COVID. You know, yeah. our, our two breaks that we ended up having. Yeah. Um, you know, how was that for you, having to spend uh, your COVID isolation? I think you were down in Belfast. You had to isolate in Belfast, Cardiff, didn't you? Well, no, Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. Cardiff, yeah. yeah. How, how was that? 
Oh, it was. Hey, it was. It was definitely a time. It was definitely better than uh, spending my time in the in the uh, in the apartment in Dundee because I was with Gareth, a huge sponsor, with uh, JBC, yeah. and I've actually been. Uh, I'm, I've, I've made pretty close friends with him. Actually, he's a really good friend of mine now, and uh, we're in regular contact. And he treated me like a king down there. We were having tomahawk steaks <laughs> and the whole shebang every night. So it was it was definitely a good time. We we're in exactly the hot, hot tub too. So yeah, yeah he, was, he was great. Exactly, exactly yeah. what you needed during uh, during an isolation period. Yeah, exactly. And I was only sick. Like I only showed symptoms for about two or three days, and then the rest of the time I was there for about. 10 or 12 days so most yeah. of the time i was feeling fine and he didn't even end up getting covid so yeah weird we won't yeah. get political though but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but yeah it, it must be something else but you know that that kind of covid break you know we, we, <laughs> we spoke about with charlie it it completely killed our momentum you know oh we, yeah we had it, such it a good run it. before it yeah but we had a yeah. chance when we came back it, yeah we definitely realized it definitely put a threw a wrench into our into our momentum that we built up for so long. It felt like it took forever to build that momentum. But um, after the break, we were off to kind of a slow start, but we were able to build that momentum. And I feel mm -hmm. like uh, we hit our peak like right before playoffs. And I think yeah. that Glasgow game, the one you guys mentioned, and then I thought the Glasgow game after that was even better, to be honest with you. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was, we, we hit our peak and then, we were up against Sheffield in playoffs, and I think that was our that that was our best performance for the out of the whole year. So yeah, um, yeah. Hey, you see that that playoff two legs, you know, and and how how do you feel about that as as a hockey player as well, having the aggregate score? You know, I've... it's different. It's I don't <laughs> I don't mind it though. Like it's not a big deal for me, but um, you just have to treat it as one full game, and mm -hmm. yeah, that's. I didn't really think much about it, but yeah. But what was you know? Obviously, we're we're three three nil down, and then we bring it back to three one just before the end of yeah. the second period. You know, what's what's said in the changing room? You know, who was who was the one that kind of stood up? You know, was it was it Omar or was you know were the guys was there guys that stood up and said you know there wasn't one there wasn't one guy in particular from what I recall. I think we were. We were pretty quiet, and I, we knew what, what had to be done, and we did mm -hmm. it as a group. Everyone played their roles. Everyone did what they had to do, and, um, yeah, the, the, we. I think it was just a, a great all-around performance by the team, and mm -hmm. we did it together, and that's why we were so happy as a group after that game, after we won the series against Sheffield. Like, we treated it like we won the championship because we were yeah. all so happy and proud of ourselves, <laughs> and I'm proud we could have done it at home in front of you guys, so – um yeah and obviously Pacho was was a huge part of that like when that video I remember I tweeted there was someone that edited that video and put the Titanic song in that's right <laughs> I, actually, I actually started tearing up when I saw that I was like are you me <laughs> it was perfect you see everyone how, how happy everyone is you see Pacho yeah. jumping on yeah everyone. oh yeah it still brings it's, it to my eyes it's, it's it's been it's been a long time since Dundee had a night like that. Um, you know, we said it to Charlie. It was, it was great. That was definitely the peak of 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 my time spent in Dundee. That was probably the greatest moment of the year for sure. Yeah, for yeah. Me. Um, me personally, and I'm sure a lot of other guys would say the same thing. But that was definitely peak. 
Yeah, yeah everything. So I think that for for us that was that was the peak of the season. And as yeah. you say, it, it felt like we'd won the championship. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, and you know what? It, it, it was that that mm. was our championship. Yeah. Um, we 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 got drawn against Sheffield. We were written off straight away. We're away from home first, and we've spoke about this before. Normally, Sheffield would take the away game first. They've mm-hmm. done that to us before, mm-hmm. and they've come up. They've they've kept it tight, or they've actually beaten us in Dundee, and then we went back to mm-hmm. Sheffield, and they've just annihilated us in the second in the second game. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we were surprised when they took the home game first because yeah. I think they thought. We take the home game, we'll blow these guys out of the water and it'll be a formality when we go back up to Dundee. Yeah, yeah. They lose 1-0. We win 1-0, obviously. And Spanner in the works. And then before you know it, in the second game, we're three zipped down. And everybody's yeah. thinking, ah, shit. Blew it. Yeah. So, but to come back, to me, best game of the season, best yeah. game I've seen in Dundee for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and I was glad you guys treated it like a championship because it was like a championship. Yeah. And then you go to the final four and you just, it's, you, you get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's a 50-50 call when you go to that game. Yeah. Um, we get Belfast. Belfast had a hell of a team. Like, yeah. you can't just, no, their, no not at all. They were, they were a great team. So, um, and they gave it, like, I was surprised that they lost to Cardiff, to be honest with you. I thought, I yeah. thought Belfast would take that that game but i think if you look at uh if you look at the buildup of both teams i think cardiff has the playoff team they yeah. have grit they have toughness they have physicality they can score they can almost do everything right belfast is a, is missing a few of those factors so you know Car- i think cardiff has the playoff team and it looks like they're building a pretty good team for this upcoming season as well so um yeah 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 a couple of, couple of guys coming back and um yeah. Joey Martin, um, yeah. Car- the Cardiff golden child, yeah. effectively. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know he's but one hell of a player. It's mm. also interesting. It's also interesting to see what Omar's doing at, at Nottingham. They are signing. They are signing a few big, big guys. Like, so we'll we'll come we'll come to that. I was going to have a couple other points about the playoffs, but you know what? We'll we'll look forward and and we'll we'll speak about that. So Gags, um, obviously signing for Nottingham. Um, mm. Kyle having some beef with Sheffield fans on Twitter. Yeah. Um, how how's that going for you? <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm not gonna. I don't want to give it to them, but they were pissing me off a lot. And <laughs> They're a special I bunch. What, I don't know what kid it was. I forget what the username was, but I I told him, okay, I wish I could look up your achievements and then we can compare or whatever. Because he posted by yeah. top penalty minutes for both leagues or. Or whatever, yeah. Was an achievement of, of him scoring a, a game-winning goal or something for, I don't know if he's playing like uh, high school hockey or beer league or something. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm not wasting my time anymore. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, I there was one. Is it Sims? The big uh, yeah. oh, he's a big pr- guy yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, he was mentioning all oh, the other teams are should be uh, celebrating this, and I'm like, you fucking idiot you donkey how could yeah. you say that after you guys after you guys got bullied in the in the first round against against us and now you're celebrating another tough guy that gags is i fought him in junior and he's one of the toughest guys i've ever fought 
that's one guy you should not be celebrating yeah. for a rival yeah. team signing. So I just want to kind of put that into perspective. Mm-hmm. And especially with Sheffield, they haven't – I don't think they've signed anyone really that plays that physical type of style. No. Or stand up to him. But I'm telling you guys, like, hockey's still a game of intimidation. And if yeah. you see now two guys on Nottingham willing yeah. to take your head off and do – like, they don't, they're not scared. Yeah. You're going to be intimidated. You're not going to be those skilled guys on Sheffield. They're not going to be be able to play their their no. game. They're constantly having to look over their shoulders, seeing who the hell is coming at them. So yeah, I just and, want and to be perspective because a lot of fans don't understand that part of the game because you've never stepped on uh, yeah stepped on the ice at that level, so you don't know, right? And that, that's just what I wanted to uh, mention. Yeah, that. no, we we always we always saw it with with Springer. It mm-hmm. was always a thing in the league. Was you know Springer was the tough guy. You know he is aging a bit now, and yeah, I think you got the better of him maybe two or three times last season, which was mm-hmm. great to see. Um, yes. <laughs> but you know Springer, Springer had this thing about him where you never knew what he was going to do next. Yeah, you know he could he could easily switch and just see red mist and just go off on one of people. Mm-hmm. And you've got that kind of fear behind you, especially if you've not got someone like yeah. yourself or Gagnon or. Or whoever Nielsen, yeah, you know, Springer and being there I, on his own. Yeah, and as as much as I, uh, or as much as you guys see that me and Springer don't get along on the ice, I I have the utmost respect for a guy like Springer. Like he did his he did his job when he's not fighting. He he played. He's a good player. Like he's a good hockey player, and he fought when he had to. He plays that physical style. He gets under guys' skin, and uh, that's another guy that why wouldn't another team in the league want a player mm-hmm. like that? So. I think um, the, the thing with it is, is so like your Gagnon's when he's when Gagnon had signed for Manchester a few years back. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a player. You know, he you took him out the game, and Manchester just had a couple of weaker players that that could score, and that was it. They didn't mm-hmm. have a great team, mm-hmm. but you put someone like a Gagnon in a team with Nottingham, and they're signing all these high end productive players. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why Sheffield should be worried because, yeah, he is there. He'll be able to play a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best, but he can play a bit. And he's yeah. that intimidating fear factor on yeah. the ice. Yeah. Like yourself, Charlie was able to go out and do his thing. As Charlie said, Sebi did Sebi things in games because mm-hmm. he had likes of yourself behind him. Even even Doro and, and Silsey and that could yeah. drop them when they wanted to. So mm-hmm. Sheffield don't have that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sim, Sims is a fucking idiot, honestly. Yeah. I I've never liked that man. He's an absolute. Uh, he's, I've never liked. No, I've never. I've never <laughs> liked him. I never liked him years ago. I think it was the first year, just before Dundee came into Elite League. Um, they had a sportsman's dinner, and he was the guest speaker. And it was back then. He even said that I, I can't remember it word for word, but he was absolutely gutted that Dundee got in the league just mm. because they had to get on a bus and travel as far as they had to travel. Yeah. And and you think, come on, that that's that, that is that a good enough reason for a team not getting in the league because you have to travel? Mm. Ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. His head is so far up his own arse, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, they'll love this. I'm sure they'll love this interview, guys. <laughs> well, the thing is, get your trouble ready. <laughs> I'll be ready. Anyone that wants to come at me from Sheffield, I'll be all over them. <laughs> well, as I say, the thing is, um, you know, one of my dad's favourite players in the league 
is Robert Dowd from Sheffield. And yeah. Yeah, he's, him on the he's great, yeah. He's a good guy, too. That's another guy that um, yeah. I hated being physical with him because he was always talking to me on the ice. And I remember there was uh, – do you guys remember when we won? We we swept them during the season right after Christmas. And I uh, I went down at the end of the – at the end of the game and blocked that shot. And he was the uh-huh. first guy. He was the first guy over like, Hey, Hosier, are you right? Like get off, like yeah. get off the ice or whatever. Like I always remember that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a really and he's a good hell of a player too. So yeah, yeah. he's, he's making an appearance um, on a view from section C in a, in a couple of weeks. So oh, really? um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're giving Sheffield loads of shit here and then we've got to bring on one of the players. Yeah, and then we've got, <laughs> and then we've got to bring, we've got to bring Dowdy on. <laughs> And be nice about Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be making that uh, statement at the start of the show yeah. that we don't we're not being nice about Sheffield. Even though we've got you on the show, we're not being nice about Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just to wrap up, you know, if if you can, obviously yeah. we don't know what's going on. You know, what what does the future hold for Kyle Haas? You know, is there is there another season in there somewhere? Um. So. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm I'm really not sure at this time. Most likely, most likely, I, I hate to say this, but most likely, I'm going to be probably hanging them up. Um, like I said, I got I got a really good job opportunity here in in Edmonton working, and um, I've been kind of looking more at uh, post hockey uh, career and doing some other things I want to be doing in my life. But um, I. I was gonna. I was gonna be honest with everyone and say, when you get a job here, I'm sure they have the same rules and regulations in the UK. But when you get a job, you get a three month probation period, mm-hmm. and at the end of the three month probation period, you start to get benefits and stuff with yep. your employer, and your employer can decide whether they want to keep you on or not, and the employee can also decide and they have a meeting or whatever. So I don't want to come out with concrete news until my the end of my three month probation period. So there still is a chance, um, but I was just yeah giving you guys a. Uh, it's uh, it's that it's that little meme coming up. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Kyle, we, we we said it with Charlie. Obviously, he he'd signed in Denmark. Um, yeah, he would have been one of the first players to signed up. But without a doubt, the entire fan base, maybe bar one or two that you had a little bit of disagreements with on on Twitter. Um, mm. Yeah. But I think every single person in the Stars fan base would have you back in a second. Um, yeah, absolutely you know, happy. Absolutely You'd happy. be busy. I'd be busy this year. If, if <laughs> yeah, very busy this year. Very busy this year. Modern man would suck, but... Well, I think it would be... Was it three? I think the rule, the rule still is three fights and you're out the game. So I think every Nottingham game you'd be three fights and you're out the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> every Nottingham game. So, uh, yeah. but no, um, without a doubt, you know we'd have you back in a heartbeat. Um, you were at majority of the season the the life and soul of that team on the ice. Mm-hmm. You've seen it in your in your character every game. The the even the celebration, the little pistols coming out, uh, the goals. Um, yes. You know, everybody absolutely loved you. The interaction you had on social media with the fans, um, it just showed, we always say it, we don't care if we get beat. You know, you want to win every game. Mm-hmm. But as long as players play for the, the logo on the front of the jersey yeah, sure. rather than the name on the back, yeah. you know, that's how you'll always be remembered. And mm-hmm. and certainly yourself and Charlie, we said it with Charlie as well, yourself and Charlie will be remembered for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But what, 
again, everyone that's listening, potentially hanging them up, but he could be back next year. It's potential. Okay. It's potential. He could be back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just don't just don't sign for Sheffield or Nottingham. <laughs> I know, I know your I yeah. know your friends with Pash, but yeah. we say it to everyone. Go to Belfast or Cardiff if you're going to go to anyone. Yeah. Don't do yeah. Nottingham or Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. And the other Scottish clubs, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, guys, like my probation period's going to be up in uh, beginning of September, end of August. And I'll be at the end of the three months. But like I said before, I'll most likely be staying here. Um, I think yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. But uh, if things happen and my employer doesn't want to keep me or something, yeah. or something happens, you never know, right? Um, most likely all the teams in the UK will probably be filled up. So most likely I'll be heading to, uh, Fort Wayne, but, uh, cause I'm still in close contact with, uh, Benny Boudreaux and that's one guy too. him and Omar Pacha. Those are both guys that I'll always keep in close contact with and guys I'll show a lot of, um, uh, liking this too. Like I, I yeah. love those guys. They, they gave me an opportunity when no one else would. So um, I always like to stay loyal to those type of guys. And, uh, yeah, Fort Wayne, they like Benny told me, like, we'll always have a spot for you. And um, I always told him, like, I'd love to – I would love yeah. to come back to Fort Wayne and stuff. But um, so maybe maybe that happens. Maybe I go back to Fort Wayne and then during the year maybe go to the U.K. Who knows, right? Uh, yeah. Anything, anything can happen. But for now, well, I think I'm going to be staying – here in Edmonton yeah. and uh, trying my post post career here because I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the team I'm with and everything. So, no, that's good. Yeah. Um, and if it is Fort Wayne, obviously I'm a big Indiana sports fan. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I will be speaking to the wife and yeah. the father. We'll maybe get a trip to Indiana. <laughs> Come hey, over to Fort Wayne. <laughs> you want to go? To, if you want to go to an atmosphere, you go to a Fort Wayne Comets game. I'm telling you, it's one of the oldest organizations in uh, in yeah. in. Uh, North American pro hockey in the minor league. It's one of the oldest organizations. Um, yeah. One of the best organizations, in my opinion, they have, they, they average around eight, 9,000 fans a game. Like it is nuts there. So I yeah. highly recommend if you guys have a chance to go there and watch a Fort Wayne Comets game, I, I highly recommend that. Yeah. So you guys will not regret it. So, yeah. yeah. But final, final message for the fans from yourself, Kyle. You know what? It just came to mind when you guys mentioned the pistols. I'll do one thing for you guys here. <laughs> <laughs> the pistols. Are... Guys, yeah. I the done pistols were shooting. I haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fi- final message. What, what would you like to say to the, the fans? Um, yeah. Um, honestly, guys, like, like I said in. Uh, in a lot of post-game interviews and a lot of interviews I held with some of the reporters, like you guys are the, are the best fans in the league. Um, you guys, if there was a sixth man award for, uh, for the year, you guys would definitely won that. Um, we played for you guys and um, we cemented it when we, when we won against Sheffield in that uh, the first playoff round and seeing you guys, how happy you guys were seeing how happy we were we we were we really fed off you guys and uh yeah we they need more than ever the Dundee Stars need you guys um every year with the new management now so you guys need to be even louder and more supportive than ever before so and I have the utmost belief in you, that you guys can do that so yeah you guys you guys are awesome so keep going yeah yeah no, well you, you heard that you know get right behind Jeff and the team 
Yeah. Um, obviously, we've still got some more signings to come out. Yeah. Fingers crossed they're announced soon, as everyone yeah. keeps saying on social media. Um, yeah. But again, I just want to thank you, Kyle, for coming on. Um, yeah. Thanks for having you, me, guys. First two guys we needed on was Charlie and yourself. Um, yeah. You know, absolute heartbeat of the team last year. Um, so thank you. And obviously, we wish you all the best um, going forward. If, if this is the end of the career, you know, yeah. we wish you all the best in your post-hockey career. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we do see you in Dundee again at some point. Um, yeah. Again, just hopefully not on the other end of the ice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it for episode 25. You know, we had number 25 on episode 25. What, what better way could we have done it? Yeah. Um, we are interviewing another couple of players next week, um, so that'll be interesting. Lars will love that. Um, yeah, one of his favourite players as well. well um, yeah. You, but, yeah, you guys having Dora on, are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, if if we can get him around mountain time, <laughs> um, whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Lars's favourite Doro. Um, yeah, we've got. We've got Ingi on next week. Chris Ingles is coming on next week. Oh, yeah. Um, there he is. You know, we've had to get a Dundee a local lad on and obviously yeah. Dowdy coming up. But then we've also got a surprise couple of guests uh, yeah. next week as well. But yeah. that's it for me. Thank you all for listening. Larzo. Yeah, thank you. And Kel, on behalf of us, just myself and Junior, thanks so much for coming on to View oh, From oh. Section C. And absolutely fantastic to see how you played last season. And, and as Junior said, how you played for the logo on the front and not the name on the back. I just hope we get more guys like you play for Dundee in the future. So yeah. thank you. No, it's a pleasure, guys. And I uh, hope to see you soon. And uh, just make sure you guys keep in touch every time you guys want me on. I love doing this type of stuff. So just give me a give me a heads up, and we'll make some uh, nice. we'll make a schedule out for you guys. So yeah, we will. Right. Perfect. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all next week. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. Don't you know how